This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with young Carrera Cup driver Jordan Love. I hope you stay with us. We're joined by Jordan Love, who is enjoying Carrera Cup for his first season after winning the GT3 Cup Challenge last year. It's been an interesting time for you in Porsches, but how did you get your bug? How did you get the motor racing bug? Yeah, well, started uh, pretty much just like everyone else, racing karts since the age of about 10. Um, sort of started off as a, as, a bit of ho- as a bit of a hobby. You know, my old man's always been interested in motorsport and was a, a little bit involved in it back in the day. And so, yeah, always grew up with the love of cars and, you know, loving cars. So sort of got into it as a bit of a hobby and then sort of got a bit more serious in the, in the go-kart scene, started racing uh, interstate and whatnot. Uh, did a fair bit over on the East Coast. Being from Perth, it was uh, obviously quite challenging. So... Then uh, stepped up to race Formula BMW um, over up in Asia. Um, obviously, again being from Perth, it's it's quite um, you know logistically easier racing just up in Asia. So did a fair bit up there for for a year. Won the Formula BMW um, championship up there. Um, did some Formula Formula Ford stuff, uh, some Formula 1000 stuff just in Perth at Wanneroo. Uh, and then uh, <coughs> I did the Formula Four championship here in Australia. Uh, we finished third third outright. Um, you know that sort of gave me. Bit of a bit of a scene to some of the V8 tracks, and obviously racing as a support carry with the V8 supercars, which was uh, pretty cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, made the step last year to to GT3 Cup Challenge, um, which was which was a good year. Um, obviously, it's fairly different the the Porsche, the GT sort of style of stuff um, compared to the Formula stuff, but you know really enjoyed it and um, was a good year. Um, ended up with the the championship, which was which was good. And then obviously yeah, stepped up into Carrera Cup this year. Um, which has been uh, which has been a big challenge. Obviously, the competition this year has been um, definitely by far the, the toughest toughest I've had of any other category I've ever been involved in. You know, so um, it's been quite a challenge, and obviously some new tracks, which is which is always quite uh, quite tough, especially being a support category of the V8s. You know, you only get two practice sessions before uh, before qualifying. But uh, you know, it's been a good year. You know, made a few silly mistakes, but we've uh, you know we've learned from those. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a good year. You know, we've um, you know qualified up the front. Um, race win, which we're quite quite happy about. But now it's just uh, focus on you know trying to get some more of those and trying to reduce those mistakes and try and keep it up the front. Coming from Western Australia, there's so many drivers now that is are being developed over there. What was the competition, particularly in karting, like when you first started out? Yeah, the competition in karts is was always uh, always strong in WA when when I was around. Um, but obviously, there's there's not much in terms of motorsport that happens out of out of Perth. You know, if you if you want to get involved with it, you've you've really got to move over to the east coast. You know, so um, I made that step at the the start of this year, moved over to to Melbourne, um, just uh, just by myself. So um, yeah, obviously, just it's too it's it's too logistically hard to, to to live live back at home in Perth. You know, the flight's just too long, and that little bit of time difference just uh, just hurts you a bit you just feel too out of it being back in Perth so yeah the competition was always strong um, back in uh, back in carts you know grew up racing against all the Kostecki boys and Rulo and um, all those boys so you know it was always really good. And when you started racing on the east coast did you actually have a team where you're sort of flying in and driving or were you taking everything across the Nullarbor every time you raced? Uh, no I was when I was racing uh, started off um, 
using using our own stuff and then um, I was based uh, with a team started off with uh, with the Tony car team and then I moved on to race Pro Tour with uh, Troy Farley and the, the, the Farleys which was uh, which was an awesome experience and was really good fun and then going up to Asia that must have been a unique experience because uh, it, different language different culture and having to to parachute yourself into a series where all their established drivers would have known the tracks and would have known what they were they were uh, up against each weekend yeah it was quite different and obviously as you said the language uh, barrier was uh, was tricky at some some points but um, overall was um, it was pretty good um, up there you know had a great time and um, sort of got climatized to, to the heat which was which was which was pretty tough to start with but um, no it was was awesome met some cool cool people and there was actually quite a few quite a few Aussies up there which I uh, didn't expect going up there for the first time but there's you know quite a few Aussies up there doing their thing and yeah it was really good fun how did you find that first transition from carts to wings and slicks it wasn't um, probably wasn't uh, as hard as I probably initially thought you know obviously it's you know it's so much different and is is completely different um, but obviously from from racing carts everyone has that you know that little bit of um, natural um, you know car control sort of uh, instinct but uh, yeah I remember um, my first drive in a in a car was Formula Ford at Wanneroo I'd never driven a manual a manual car so we hired a, uh, a Suzuki Swift hire car and we we're practicing how to drive a manual an hour and a half before uh, before we we're up at the track out at out uh, our Wanneroo in Perth but no it was uh, yeah it was cool with the Formula BMWs, gear stick on the left or the right? Uh, gear stick was on the right, yeah, yeah. So also, you know, something different. But um, yeah, it was, you know, even, you know, the Porsche last year was a, uh, you know, sequential box. So being left-hand drive, the the gear stick was uh, on the right in that as well. So making the progression to Porsche and getting into the Porsche pyramid, as they like to call it, how's that experience been? Because you, you been racing up and wheelers up until then yeah it's you know it's been really good and you know Porsche runs such a good program um, with all their categories no matter where you are in the world and um, managed to get some some help from from Porsche last year being um, the Porsche Junior in in Cup Challenge and then again this year being a part of the Michelin Junior program as well as um, three other guys so um, to be a part of uh, part of that is is awesome and obviously a, a big help financially to to make it all possible at the beginning of the season when you first started racing carts, what was your dream? The dream, I think, was I've always wanted to race race in Europe. I think, obviously, when I was, you know, younger and a f- first little little tacker in carts, you know, everyone's everyone's dreams obviously to race uh, race Formula One. But everyone that's involved in motorsport is um, well aware of just how difficult uh, that is and um, everything that comes with it. So, you know, obviously got a bit older, a bit more mature and sort of laid out a few goals and obviously the goal was to become you know, a professional racing car driver, someone that can make a career out of it and always still have the dream of racing in Europe so that's uh, obviously the main dream at the moment. Obviously as part of the Michelin uh, Challenge and the Michelin program that is a big opportunity that opens up if you can do well. Yeah exactly, you know, someone like Matt Campbell's, um, he's proved that. Um, you know, he's gone through the whole pyramid of Racing Cup Challenge through Carrera Cup and Super Cup into where he is now. So he's done a, a, an amazing job and there's drivers uh, all the way through Carrera Cup, whether they're, you know, in, uh, in Germany, in France or, um, yeah, wherever they are in the world, they're, they're able to do that as well. So, as I said before, Porsche want to run an amazing program <clears throat> no matter where you are in the world. So, obviously, if you can stick with that, it makes, uh, makes everything a lot easier, but it is uh, very tough. 
and someone like Earl Bamba, who's also part of that Porsche pyramid at the very top. Yeah, obviously someone like Earl, he's, uh, you know, he's done amazing to get where he is and you know to stay where he is it's it's been awesome and he's a, a really talented driver and to have him here in Australia racing supercars is is pretty cool and from what I've heard he seems to be enjoying it so um, yeah it's pretty cool to have him over here racing on uh, the same tracks we're on at the same weekend. I imagine there is a bit of a surreal feeling for you the way you've moved up because uh, a number of people in Carrera Cup and in other divisions you've come across have been the people that you were um, they, they were potentially your heroes as you were making your way through motorsport. How has that gone? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's gone good, and I think um, <clears throat> the biggest thing for me in the past two years was probably making that transition, moving, you know, out of home and uh, and living in Melbourne. You know, you sort of get to a point and you realise, you know, the level that some of these guys run at, um, whether that's to do with uh, fitness or how much driving they're doing or the things, little things that they do in the car when they're in the middle of the race to adjust. Just you know, all those little things they all add up. So. That's probably been the biggest thing for me is, you know, making that move out of home and, you know, really, really focusing on all those other little things that, that happen outside of the car other than just getting in the car and driving it. Is this year one of a two-year plan or a three-year plan in Carrera Cup here in Australia? Yeah, it's definitely one of those things we went into it <clears throat> having a two-year plan, but, um, you know, obviously motorsports, uh, it's a, an expensive sport to be a part of, so sort of just, you know, still taking it year by year at the moment. Um, haven't really discussed anything to do with next year as, as of yet. That'll probably happen after Gold Coast in a few weeks' time. So, you know, really looking forward to, to what's to come and, you know, hopefully there is some, some cool things to come. But, uh, no, nothing's really spoken about uh, about that yet. How did the association with Sonic, how did you work out a deal with them? Yeah, so um, obviously when we're looking at, uh, at running Cup Challenge, um, you know, obviously there's it's a it's a big big choice to make which team which team you go with. You know, there's so many, and obviously just deciding the right team um, to to go with is such an important part of it because um, you know you got to click with someone, you got to you know someone that suits you, and um, a few people from Perth, um, Brett Lupton and, and and Peter Major, who's actually racing at the moment. There's someone people that I've uh, been quite close with in terms of making that transition from cars to cars, and they both knew Mick Ritter very well and uh, said to me that you know I think you would you would click really well with uh, with Mick and the team. So yeah, got in contact with Mick and been loving it ever since. You know, just got such a good bond there and love all the guys and. Yeah, it's an awesome experience and really get along well with all of them. He has such an immense range of experiences too. I guess that's something that when you go from running your own team to then moving into smaller teams, when you get to a well-established team, systems and preparation is all part of the stuff they're drumming into you. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. And I think, it, you know, credit to Mick, the operation that he's, he's been running for the past uh, past 20, 20 odd years is is awesome and I think it's credit to him especially this year you know we're running five cup cars plus I think five or six Formula Fords and three cup challenge cars you know so it's uh, it's a huge task but I think if anyone's capable of doing it as uh, as Mick's proven you know he's just won the cup challenge championship and leading the Ford Formula Ford championship at the moment as well so if uh, yeah credit where credit's due Mick's, uh, Mick's perfectly capable of, uh, of running an operation of a you know car base that size. So you made the move to Melbourne. What are you, have you completed all your studies now, and uh, are you working full time? What's what is that part of your life like? Yeah, so I finished school two years ago. Obviously, I always wanted to finish school. Um, didn't didn't uh, didn't really see the point in, in in leaving school early. I always had my you know my sights set on you know I definitely wanted to finish school. 
Um, didn't really have my eyes set on university, didn't, didn't really seem too interested in that. You know, I was never really any good at school, to be honest. But um, yeah, um, at the moment, I'm, um, I do a lot of driver instructing work uh, with Mercedes and a few other people, which sort of keeps me busy um, in, between, in between race meetings and, and doing all that. That sort of keeps me busy and get to you know, meet some cool people and go to some cool places for all that. So yeah, it's good. Well, Jordan, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you and uh, we wish all the best for the rest of the year. Awesome. Thank you very much. Cheers. Next week on Inside Motorsport, we speak to another young driver, this time from the Dunlop Super 2 category, Thomas Randall. Until then, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.